The other thing that will change for HR professionals is going to be really the increase of talent that's going to be required within your organizations because we're seeing it not just in high-tech industries. Welcome to Dear Human Resources, a show about HR topics and current trends. Our guests are practitioners and researchers who share their in-depth knowledge and experience with the goal of giving you an insider's look at human resources. I'm your host, Marilyn Germain. And on the show today, we welcome Marcus Sawyer, who talks about how Web3 will impact the future of work. He's the founder and CEO of EQ Community, which is a private group cultivating connections, community, and careers for multinational professionals interested in tech. Marcus is also an active startup advisor, drawing on his experience in both technology and recruitment from his roles at companies such as the Adico Group, CareerBuilder, and Microsoft. Welcome, Marcus. Thanks for having me, Ruri. Really appreciate it. So for our listeners who may not be familiar with Web3, can you explain what it is? So in order to explain what Web3 is, maybe we need to look at what Web1 and 2 are, in fact. So when the internet first came out, you had the first versions of the web, which was really much based on being able to get access to some information, so being able to read And so that was kind of the first part of it. And if we remember historically, there wasn't much imagery. It was very much text-based. And then we got to the next phase where there was Web2 and you had a lot of the, the rise of some of the social platforms. And what that allowed you to do was also write to the platforms that you might be looking at or the, the websites that you might be seeing. So you kind of went from this phase of being able to read and then being able to write. And then the third phase is you can still do the same thing. So you can read, you can write, but then you can also distribute. And the distribution piece of Web3 allows people that may not be in the same proximity as you or the same environment to you to add their piece to the internet as well and for it to remain non-fungible. So that's really how I think about Web3. So you said that Web3 will impact the future of work. Can you explain how so? So I think when you see any of the real macro changes, it has an impact on the day-to-day lives of individuals in different ways. So If we're thinking about the future of work, one of the key areas that Web3 will have an impact, and, and I'll, I'll start kind of at just a real high level, is how, how people are getting paid. And you actually see that today within royalties. One of the beauties of Web3 is that you can basically set and then forget. So if you create a contract, and they call it smart contracts online, For an action to take place and let's say i'm a musician and my music has royalties baked into it and somebody makes that purchase of my music the next time that person decides to either sell my music or distribute it to somebody else if i've got a royalty baked in i'll automatically get paid 
So I think the way that people start to receive royalties, especially in some of those areas, especially in those careers that are more independent contracting, will have a significant impact on the way work is done. And eBay is probably kind of like the first phase of that, right? Being able to sell old goods. And then once you could sell old goods, you could then get compensated for that. But I think being able to get paid on something on the secondary market is a big shift for the way that people receive finance. When you say the future of work, you know, what's the approximate timeline? Yeah, so they say the future is here is just unevenly distributed. So I think it depends on where you're situated. There are microcosms today of people that are really deep in Web3 and they're, it's their full-time jobs. Like we have some customers at our organization at EQ that are fully immersed in web three and they have full-blown businesses for that and that's kind of how they operate and they're also operating um DAOs, which is um i'm not sure how familiar the audience will be with DAOs, but they're kind of uh, decentralized autonomous organizations which is a way for people to organize work and that's again happening today i think if we're thinking about the mainstream this will be something that will follow on really dependent on legislation. So to give you like a, a specific timeline, it's going to be very dependent on where you are today. And some countries and states are more advanced than others. So I think it's going to be hard to say like how quickly it's going to come into the mainstream, but it's definitely here already in some parts of the world. In this podcast show, we tend to focus on their job professionals. So how will Web3 change the nature of their work? I think it's one of the things where it may happen a little bit later than some of the other areas that are taking place, like finance and fintech. I think that will be first where you'll see an impact. But one of the things that I'd started to see has been a real, real impact around employer brand. So for some of the bigger organizations that we see today that have really enhanced or embraced Web3, should I say, like, let's take Nike, for instance, they bought a Web3 company and started creating digital sneakers. And um, as part of that, what you start to see is like their brand, so from a marketing standpoint and their employer brand, they become kind of the cool place that people want to work for, work with. I think also the impact that's going to happen is on the next generation that's coming through. There's going to be an expectation that, number one, you understand Web3, but number two, there's some kind of Web3 presence within your organization that people can gravitate to, especially in the tech world. And you're starting to see that a lot. The other thing that will change for HR professionals is going to be really the increase of talent that's going to be required um, within your organizations. Because we're seeing it not just in high-tech industries, but many larger organizations are also tech-enabled and they're becoming tech-driven. So even if you're a retail organization in a fashion house, and you've got a Web3 department, you're going to have to be aware of the skills that are required and figure out how you can bring that talent inside the organization, what type of language you need to bring, where you need to look for those folks. So those are some of the areas that I see really being key for HR professionals. I'm personally familiar with Web 4.0, which is usually describes a new phase of the web that users can interact more seamlessly. And that's usually with the use of social media and mobile devices, which allows for a more personalized and personal and interactive 
user experiences. I also heard about Web 5.0, which will be about the emotional interaction between humans and computers. So how does Web 3 differ from Web 4.0 and Web 5.0? I would say that if you think about, again, Web 3 is kind of a, a prerequisite to, to get into the next phase. So firstly, when you have information and you need like online, you'll need to be able to distribute that information, which is part of Web3. But then as actions take place, transactions take place, those transactions are baked into these smart contracts, which I, I kind of referenced before, that allow administrative tasks to take place. So I, I, I think that's kind of the whole antipathies for Web3. As you start to get into, you've mentioned Web5, kind of this interaction with humans and bots, I have to be re super transparent. I have no idea. I don't know how that's going to play out or where that's going to work. I think I was talking to my son the other day and he'd asked me a question, what's after humans? <laughs> and um, I kind of paused for a second and I was going to say to him, aliens, but I said robots. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he said, robots? I said, yeah. And he's 60 years old. He said, Dad, robots can't have babies, silly. How are they going to be next? Uh, and um, so I think the way that we interact with AI and that personalization and what we decide to create from it or how much autonomy we give to kind of Web 4 and Web 5 will determine probably the fate of humanity. But for me, I think that Web3 is just getting started and it's really, really early. And there's probably a lot more kind of uh, use cases to be had from Web3 right now that are going to be on the horizon before we hit kind of Web4 and Web5. Thanks, Marcus, for your insights on Web3 and how it's going to impact the future of work and also the future of HR professionals. Thank you, Marie, for having me. Appreciate it. Support for this show comes from Western Carolina University, a campus of the University of North Carolina System, with the technical assistance of Kelly Minnis.